Hey y'all, this is part two of my interview with Tina. I tried to schedule this to come out, so for real, y'all, I was under the impression that this was actually released on Sunday, and I just got a text from somebody who was like, girl, where's part two? So, I don't know what happened, y'all, but without further ado, here is part two of How to Spiritually Cover Your Kids with Latina Jaliba. I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> milestones and mm -hmm. now I'm taking that back to God and I'm like you know God now what how do I meet them in all these different spaces when it's just me one physical being in one physical body yeah. and so God then began to give me um, insight in prayer. And so I started praying with them collectively and I started praying individually. And mm -hmm. so I started to share my prayer space with my children. I started okay. to share that, that space with them. And I started to, I would do it together as a family. So on Sundays, generally we would get together, right? So we would come together and I started um, teaching and training them as the Holy Spirit led me in the word of God. And I started having them to, I wasn't giving them scripture. I was having them find their own individual scriptures that met their needs. Right. Okay. So instead of me as the parent being like, we reading out of Psalms today, we reading out of Proverbs, <laughs> y'all yeah. finna read this. I wanted to find scripture that spoke to them individually. So I started to partner with the children with where are you? Like what's going on okay. with them? And of course, God gave me in, in, instinct and insight, right? Like I saw some areas where my son was struggling with insecurity. I started I, as a parent, there's things that God will show you. And there's things you could just see in the natural. If you just open your eyes, right? I started to see um, some of the ways that the enemy was trying to oppress my son in the area of confidence. Okay. So I would seek out because they don't know what's in the Bible yet. Right. So I would push them in the area of look at these scriptures, right? Look at this. Think about this okay. and whatever stands out to you. This is your scripture for the week you choose. And okay. so on Sundays, we would get together and that's what we would do together. And they would choose what spoke to them. And over time, I didn't have to give them this group of scriptures or this things that, you know, they started to seek the word out for themselves okay. because they started to get more curious as the Holy Spirit began to lead them. I didn't need to present them anymore because they were coming to me. 
Oh, I know yeah, what my yeah, scripture yeah. is going to be this week. I was struggling. <laughs> I need, I need God's help in this area. I need, I need work over here. And they started giving me those scriptures. So every week I would do this with my children. We'd have, we started having Bible study and things during the okay. week. And then on Sundays we would do their scripture for the week. And then they started to present those scriptures um, over time themselves. Um, but initially I would help them. I would navigate their way through choosing of their own individual scripture. Now, as they're choosing what speaks to them for the week, every morning, um, again, I would take them into that private space with myself and I would pray individually with the child. And at the top of the week, I'd have them pray for themselves. So instead of always praying, and so that was how I was training them in prayer. And so on Mondays, they got used to them leading themselves for the week in prayer. And so Sunday, we set the stage. Monday, they would set the tone for their own week and they would do it with their own mouth. And so I began to train them um, in in prayer and praying and covering and interceding for others and themselves. And the Holy Spirit did the rest. So Mondays, they would lead their own prayer before school. So we would get up early, uh, five, six o'clock or whatever time, right? Because they went to school at different times. So my daughter's time was first. She would come for her individual prayer. She would lead her prayer for the week on Monday. I would anoint their heads with oil and I would pray after them or pray with them or something like that, if led. But Mondays, they led their own prayer and they were leading for the week and they had to recite the scripture they had on Sunday, whatever mm-hmm. spoke to them. So it was easy for them to be, to take ownership, to actually really, right. because it's what spoke to them. And so every morning they would recite their scripture for the week. They would say their prayer from Tuesday through Friday. I would cover them in prayer. I would anoint their head. I will cover them in prayer, pray Psalms 91 because they're leaving me. The enemy will send attacks towards the kids while they're away. So I would place the blood of Jesus over them, the full armor of God. I would anoint their heads and pray with them um, over them Tuesday through Friday. So every day they would continue to recite those scriptures. So by the time Sunday rolls around again, now they're going through their scripture for the week. We would talk about challenges, struggles, what, what, you know, if it helped them just kind of getting feedback. And then every week they would add to the week before. So the second week of the month, they had to do first week and second week. The third week, they had to recite first week, second week, third week. Then the fourth week of the month, they had to recite first week, second week, third week, fourth week. And that's how it would kind of, you know, kind of, and mind you, I'm not that smart. Again, Holy Spirit gave me, (laughs) Holy Spirit led me into this to help the children. Okay. And so this is one of the things, one of many things that I did partnering with God with how to train them up and how to teach them to pray for themselves Mm -hmm. and how to also cover them as their spiritual guardian and mother. I love that. Again, I'm taking notes. (laughs) <laughs> but I like that because it is so, 
I I don't know. I can only speak for, for me and, and maybe another. I always say if I saw it, maybe another mom went through it. I was trying to, for myself, figure out a way like, okay, this is what my time with God looks like. So how can I do this for my kids? But it sounds like you didn't really, it sounds like you just incorporated them into, you didn't try to change it or water it down. You just, no. hey, this is what it's happening. I made them this come up. Yes, exactly. Okay, that's the mic drop. I can't drop my real mic, but yeah, yeah. And once they started to get stronger in that area, I started pushing fasting in. (laughs) Oh, okay. How do you like that? Oh, I started to push fasting. Um, once they got stronger in this area, because you know it's levels to this. Um, (laughs) and so. Um, and the push and the fast was more of an encouragement. It was not, I let them tell me when they were ready, right? Because there's a grace you have to have when you're fasting as an adult and even more so as a child, that's a real Mm -hmm. challenge as a child. And so, um, you have to know your children individually. And so for some people tearing them through the fasting process where it's hard for us to go 12 hours or a whole day. So I, you could start, and I've done this before of doing four hour fast, right? Four hours, six hours, eight hours. Um, and then not just food, but the things they love, right? The things that are pleasurable to them, TV, watching Mm -hmm. social media, their cell phones for my teenager. It started with the cell phone, right? It started with the cell phone. You're fasting. Give me, you know, your phone, but they had to be in agreement. What you don't want to do is to force anything on them that they're not really ready to receive. Mm -hmm. But when you're leading by example right they want to follow you it's it just it just right they're seeing me fasting they're seeing me not eating they're seeing me praying from sun up to sundown and so they began to to ask me mom I want to pray in the spirit mom I want to I want to speak in tongues right so their Mm -hmm. hunger and their thirst began to grow as I began to lead by example and say, well, when you're ready, you can do this. Ask God, pray, ask God to fill you. And so both of my children, both the 17 year old and the 11 year old have both been filled with the Holy ghost and they both, uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And so both of my children now have, um, the ability to partner with the Holy spirit and have received their prayer languages. Um, but so it's a pretty amazing thing when now going into prayer from where we started, right? (laughs) Where now my daughter, that 17 year old, honey, she jumped right in. I'm like, we praying tonight. We praying the heavens in this is what we doing, you know, cause my ministry, I'll get together with my ministry team. And I'm like, yeah, you praying too. Let's go. Let's go. She's an intercessor. God showed me. Right. We're all intercessors, Mm -hmm. but you know, okay. So you're an intercessor. Let's go. And she, she don't hesitate. She jumped right in, in her tongue. She jumped right in and start praying in the spirit and baby boy too. He be in there. Sometimes we be in my closet. Sometimes we be wherever we are and we both join hands and come into agreement with the will of God. And the first time I saw and heard and experienced it, I cried. I'm trying to pray in the spirit, but I'm hearing my children's tongues. And I'm seek, seeing them oh. seek God. And mm-hmm. I and I'm just like, wow, thank you for 
pushing me towards obedience because now they are um, prepared in a way in this Mm -hmm. age that I wasn't. I didn't have, I didn't even know, I didn't even know, but they do. And so now they can come against their own warfare because mama ain't going to always be there. They got to go to school. They got different things. Mama ain't going to be there to lay hands on you and throw oil at you and start covering you in prayer. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to learn when the enemy starts talking to you at school and when the enemy starts trying to get you to do this and do that, you're going to have to learn how to come against your own warfare. And so my children are learning that and they're still growing as we all Mm -hmm. are. Um, But that is what the Lord helped me do to help them. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, thank you for sharing that about your kids as well, because I think it's important for us as mothers to know that age means nothing. Oh, age means absolutely. He said nothing he will pour it. out his spirit upon all flesh in the That's last it. days. That's it. And like, you know, for our kids, and I know we've been, you know, I remember being raised in church and always hearing like, we in the last days. And like now in my thirties, I'm like, yeah. So them weren't the last days when we were younger, like, you know, but, <laughs> but, you know, coming into the knowledge of Christ, reading the word, looking at the news and I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe, okay. I, maybe if I wasn't for sure then I know what I see now. And then like our kids are dealing with, again, raising kids, but also being a therapist, you know, I work with a lot of adolescents, the things that they are up against. Oh my gosh, like if I had to go through that stuff at 12, I'm like, what? That part. I was low key still playing with Barbies at 12, like on the low, but I was doing it though. You know what I mean? Yes. Y'all got such big problems as kids. And like, they They do. It it just, it blows my mind. And I know it's like they have access to so much more than what we did. So I think it's beautiful that your children are equipped, but they really are called for such a time as this, right? Come on. each generation I, I love that so thank you for giving us like kind of the blueprint of how to do this because I know for myself I had a conversation with my nine-year-old we were like folding clothes and we started talking about God and um I just started asking questions because I mean my nine-year-old like she got me yeah she said I'll be 10 next week you can call me 10 mom uh you know <laughs> but the time this part, by the time this episode comes out she will be 10 so you know like you know, she'll say to me, she'll like, we start talking about things. I just asked her, like, you know, what do you think? Do you, I, yes, we go to church, but like, do you consider yourself to be a Christian? Like, how, how do you feel about mm. God? When you and she said to me, she said, Mommy, I believe in God, but, and I know that there's a God, but she said, I don't know if I can call myself a Christian. And I was like, Oh, Lord Jesus, and my baby lost, help me. <laughs> and I got scared. I'm like, oh, don't let her be lost, Jesus. Like, I just got worried. And she said to me, she's like, well, mommy, no. She said, I feel like I don't know the stuff that you know. So can I really call myself a Christian if I don't really know this? You know, and, and when she meant know the things that I know she meant, like she didn't know much about the Bible. She didn't know. She knew enough to pray. Mm-hmm. But like, not like, and it, it never dawned on me that like, yes, I'm going on fast. I'm doing all these spiritual boot camps. I'm going to this service and that service and I'm spending time with God. But like, I'm doing it when my kids are in the bed, you know, when everybody's like out of my face, which is still good, right? Yeah, still God, do that. that. 
But like I was doing this when my children were were gone or when they were asleep or early in the morning before they wake up. So they know because there's been times or whatever that like I'll just start walking and roaring through the house or whatever. And they just gotta get out of the way, you know. But my youngest, what she has started doing, if I start like walking and praying through the house, she walks with me. She literally just oh. follow me. And I used to because when I was first new to it, I would be like, I felt like it just had to just be me. So I used to tell her to sit down. But now I just let her go. And then my oldest daughter said, well, when mommy, so my mom, when mommy starts talking in the other language, I just sit down. She said, I don't want to speak in some. <laughs> when mommy starts talking in her other language, I just sit down. And, you know, I was like, but it never dawned on me that maybe I should be telling my kid what's going on. I should be explaining to her what's happening because what I'm doing is not an adult's only thing. It's not just a oh, thing for mom. This is like, God is literally for everybody. Like, everybody. Why would I not teach this to them? So thank you for sharing that. You know, yes. about you know, how you go through and do things with your Pull kids. Them in. Also, Pull them yes, in. Also like the, the fruit that your children are bearing is beautiful when I was 17 I wouldn't think about Jesus I know he was thinking about me but I wasn't thinking about him and you know that part <laughs> that part you know and in all transparency she's still a teenager right Absolutely. she's still a teenager and so I have to govern and guard I have to stand on guard and yeah. I have to monitor and you have to be a watchman. You have to be a watchman, not just for the world, but especially for your children. So I check phones. I take phones. I do random checks. I mm -hmm. am checking in on conversations. I am up praying at night. I'm praying through the night. I'm praying her through things. Um, I'm, you know, having conversations with her. I am saying, okay, I, I saw something the other day I didn't like. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm watching, I'm, I'm listening, I'm observing. So even when I don't speak on a thing, I tell my children, I'm always watching and taking notes. And mm -hmm. usually by the time I come for you, I got receipts. I got receipts <laughs> because I didn't went to God. I didn't mm -hmm. went and sat in my prayer closet. I'm like, God, what is this? Is this what I think it is? Is this something yeah. you want me to address right now? And usually when I feel and see the release, then I will approach them and say, hey, come here, come here, come here. Stop, 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 stop. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. Let's talk. And, and so that's how I discovered things that are going on at school. That's how I'm discovering all oh, my, my 12 year old mom, there's a kid in my school vaping mom. There's some girls, you know, at my school that got crystals. Mom, my friends are having sex, oh, and, you, you know, and so my daughter's at school teaching her friends about soul ties, about sexual soul ties because they listen my children listen and they watch mm -hmm. me and and all of these things and so some of the things I thought they weren't paying attention to they actually were Thank and you. so yes it's it's important to be the watchman to stand on guard and to literally it's okay to get in your kids business it is Absolutely, your job yeah. 
So don't be like, oh, I think they need to be this and that being too liberal, right? I'm not saying that you got to tie them down and, you know, they do need to make some decisions spiritually and naturally on their own. They do need to be in agreement. However, you have been designated and positioned to navigate their way, to lead, to shove, to to encourage, to empower, to uplift, to to rebuke, to Uh reprimand. Listen, it's all a part of it. And there have been things that my daughter has literally said to me, mom, you saved my life. I wasn't expecting her to say that. You know, she's like, mom, I was struggling with this and you literally just saved my life. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. really? Like, I didn't know. I was just doing what God told me. So, you know, just don't be over here like, oh, I don't want to take my my youngest child. He stopped playing video games, right? I I took all the video games. He was a gamer. Um, But Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit started talking to me. He said, take them, take them. Now, when I actually took them, I took them with him in agreement. I waited Mm -hmm. and prayed and partnered with him. And he went through a journaling process. I put him through a journaling process and some study and stuff and started showing him other people on YouTube and people that were men of God that were talking about their video game addictions and things and how God kind of, right. So I started planting seeds, sis. Like it wasn't all in one day. And literally he, he, he gave me the games by the time the Lord, you know, told me he, these games got to go because my son is a prophet. He's a seer. And what mm. they were doing was Come they on, were, the <laughs> enemy was using his eyes, yes. his ear gate, well, even at nothing. this age, at this age. And so what we think sometimes are harmless or what people, your family, be careful what you share with your family, what you do with your kids and the instructions that the Holy Spirit gives you is for them. So don't be, you don't have to explain to your mama and to your grandma why your kids can't watch certain things, why they can't go certain places, why they can no longer play video games, unless you feel led by the spirit to share, be careful because they will, they can counteract and send warfare on your family through their mouth through their words. Oh, this Christian stuff is getting out of hand. Oh, you're over-spiritualizing this. Kids need to be kids. You need to just let them be. See, when I was growing up, my parents didn't let me do this. Don't do that to your kids. She's over there trying to raise these kids in a cult. And she over here trying to make them kids be like her. You do what God tells you to do for you and for yours. And you make no explanation for anyone. You just simply state to them, they cannot have that. And it's because I said, and I said what I said, and you be done with that. You don't have to sit there and carry a full dissertation as to how God visited you and what he said to you, because you're giving information to the enemy. Mm -hmm. But I saved that for another topic of war (laughs) when it comes to children. Um, But- protect the word cover them right because when you start talking about what god told you what god showed you you're opening them up to more warfare because god gave it to you for them 
It was yeah, not that's... for the approval of man or your Absolutely. mama's opinion or your daddy's opinion or your pastor's opinion or your favorite spiritual mentor. What yes. do you think about this? No. What did God say? I love that. Yes. And let that be that. Yes. And I, I'm glad that you said that because I think that sometimes we as, as people in general, like we will hear from God. Know for a fact that we hear for God, but because whoever is important to us in our lives, we will doubt or second guess. I feel like we need like a co a, a co signer. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. hey, this is what I saw. This is what I heard. But what do you think? <sighs> I always tell people like, I ain't listen, baby. I ain't God. I don't have the time to be your God. Like, don't ask me nothing. Okay, don't ask me nothing. <laughs> Just like pray and seek it for yourself. But it's the truth, and I think especially would come in. When it comes to children, especially, everybody has an opinion on how kids should be raised. Everybody has a philosophy on what's good for kids, what's bad for kids, or whatever the case may be. Um, I know for my family, I always say, like, Lord, we can tell you, like, your kids come from a therapist because, you know, my, old, <laughs> my oldest daughter came home and she said that this little boy had pulled her hair. I was like, now, <laughs> you feel say what well, I well. said and what you do and she was like mom you know what to avoid further conflict I didn't even say anything but you know what really made me mad he thought he had the consent to touch me without asking me and like that part talking. yes and I was just like oh yeah your mama is like a therapist and I love it but it's the truth what we teach our children what we model in front of them she felt very empowered to tell me about that first of all I'm a safe place for my child that's a whole podcast episode. Yeah. Like be a safe place for your children because you talked about the same thing with your daughter. If you were that mom that says, y'all need to live for God. And if God, I live for God, I die. And you better not be like your <laughs> boy. And you better not be looking at no girl. Like your kids are going to be like, all right, because we're not going to talk to mom because she be tripping. That's right. If, you, That's if right. you were not a safe place for your children and your daughter didn't feel safe enough to tell you whatever she had to tell you. And for them to come back and say, mom, that this saved my life. Where would your kids be now? You know what I mean? If you didn't, and I got to touch on this because I feel like it's so needed. I, and I only speak on this because my mother will say very, very, very transparent. She did the best she could for where she was. And when I was coming up, my parents, as the oldest, my, my parents were newly saved. So they was like, I mean, you wearing jean skirts all the time, save. I mean, you ain't wearing pants, save. I mean, you ain't going to the Friday night football games because we got church, save. I mean, you can't cheerlead yeah. because them skirts is too short, save, or whatever. But they were learning religion at that time, and they didn't know. Yeah. So now that my parents know relationship, they're like, oh, my bad, sis. We might have done something good. <laughs> That's our bad you know, we that's do good, Alicia. So, oh, this is good. Now, but now that I know, I'm like, oh, okay. No, is there a standard in my house? Yes, because don't don't play yourself. Trying to play me, okay? That but, part. <laughs> don't play because a player can't me. get played. Hey, <laughs> what you talking about? I, as so, my daughter call it, they say the kids they call you outside. They say if you for the streets, you outside. Outside, baby uh -huh. i used to be outside okay you can't outside. play me <laughs> yes so, i used to be outside yes 
but the thing is, right, I remember because my parents at that time were in religion, you know, they strong armed me into a lot of stuff. So when I turned mm. 18, you were living la vida loca, skin the I color mean, of mocha. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my own son made me blush sometimes. I'm like, oh, baby, you was in the street, but he was in the street before they was called the street. And so, like, I like the fact that you said you allow your kids to partner with you because they have to come to. And I told my mom this. I said, I didn't get saved and I didn't really desire a relationship with God. Like, there was a point that, like, even after I was grown, I would come to church on Sundays because my mom be like, if you can party uh, Thursday to Saturday, you can come to the church house, give the Lord what's due. And at this time, I had my oldest daughter. Tired. Yes, hungover, help me, Jesus. <laughs> and you know, at this time, I had Back my, in the my box. oldest. Yes, I had my oldest daughter, and so then it became this thing of like, man, mommy might be hungover, but you gonna know who God is, and you know. But it wasn't until like I decided that I wanted God for me, like that I decided to partner with Holy Spirit and not hear my mom's voice in the back. I love you, mom. If you listen to this. But it wasn't until <laughs> I made that decision for me that it became a thing of like, okay, this is this is what we're gonna do, and it's the same thing yeah. for my children, you know. So I started introducing yeah. them to new music or whatever. So we listen to Christian rap or whatever because I'm like, there's a you don't have to listen to Mississippi Mass Choir, you know. Come on, so my, my kids ain't going for that. You know, my kids are lit. They're not going for Mississippi Mass. But, you know, I introduce alternatives to them that may not make sense to my aunties or my uncles or my grandparents, but it's teaching Child, my kids. We message. listen to Christian trap over here. Yeah. That's Christian it. trap, okay. gospel, worship, yes, girl, all of it. it. Mississippi mass. That's it. Jesus that's man. it. So I'm glad that you said that to our mom. So in like coming to a closed file show, right, obviously I want people to be able to connect with you. I know you gave your introduction at the beginning of the show. But if, you know, somebody is wanting to, you know, follow you, listen to your podcast or reach out to you, uh, you know, if they are interested in, you know, your deliverance ministry, how could they go about reaching you? Sure. You can go to theflawedandfree.com, which is my website. And that's T-H-E-F-L-A-W-E-D and free dot com um you could pretty much find anything you need to connect with me on my website um i'm also on all social media platforms most i'm on facebook instagram i spend a lot of time on ig if you're on yes, instagram and um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you like my my page yes. um and it's the flawed and free on Instagram, on IG, and my podcast is called Flawed and Free, and you can find that as well on all digital media streaming platforms. It's on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Um, I've partnered with the Charisma Network, and so if you... Yeah! That is so awesome. um, 
I am partnered with Charisma Media. And so they've done several articles. They do um, lots of articles on the podcast and myself as well. So you can also find me within the Charisma Network um, on the Charisma Podcast Network. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. This has been yay thank I don't, you, you for know, having me i i've enjoyed this time together i you know i'm like i you know i hope so i i know that my audience is gonna enjoy this because they love being said but this has been so good and i appreciate you for giving us so much meat today in a way that is not so unattainable for people i think that when people hear the things of god they think it's so complicated they feel like it's so it's unattainable they think that they have to you know uh be perfect to to receive the things of God and when really God is just looking for a surrendered heart a surrendered mind so thank you so so much ladies please go check out my big sis (laughs) I don't care what nobody say y'all I call her a spiritual gangster I'm gonna tell this story real quick and I'm gonna let y'all go but when I first found this woman I told her this before we started recording when I first found this woman (laughs) y'all It was through uh, the society with uh, Tatum and Kavaya, and she was, uh, I don't even remember what she was teaching, but I was like, she was snatching edges, and I was like, bruh, she is so gutter, like, in Jesus' name, like, she, she's packing heat, you know, in the spirit, like, like, really, when you think of a gangster, right, like, I need you to think about the most gangster person in the natural that you know, because that is who this woman is in the spirit, and I'm like, Second, and she don't care and she out loud you know most gangsters in their in their neighborhood like everybody know they're a gangster you don't mess with them and I just feel like that's who this woman is so y'all I started following her on Instagram and she was dropping gems and jewels and what she would do um is like she would put up like audio clips of her doing like deliverance and now listen okay <laughs> before y'all don't listen all right I don't know if you know what a demon is or have you ever seen a demon manifest but it can take on what they talk just like mm-hmm. we talk they are listen and i never forget y'all i found this clip and i was so curious but i was so scared at the time so scared at the time so i got with my mama i was like mom i want to hear it but i'm scared i don't know what the demon's gonna say i don't know how it's gonna sound you know and we got listening to this and i was so amazed that this demon was like shut up shut up and she was like, ah, 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 ah. she kept going right at it and I was like ah, y'all so <laughs> I was never it was like an action it was like an action scene in a movie to me and it was just the audio clip but you could hear the authority and that's what I heard y'all in her is I heard the authority I heard the power and the might of the Holy Spirit in her and she was not shook it Amen. So I just <laughs> not shook it. Not shook it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, she's a G. She is really out in these streets. And you know, and who she was on this podcast today, who she is on her podcast. And I just I, I think the world of this woman, I think that she is truly oh, a spiritual you. gangster. I feel like we need spiritual gangsters. I feel like God is calling all of us to be spiritual gangsters in our own way. So yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you were able to be on the show today. Thank you so, so much for Aww, pouring into this audience welcome. today. You're welcome. So, I love you guys. Uh, we love you too. <laughs> so, all right, ladies, I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. 
and I will see you next week. Bye, guys.